welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. And on Light Warrior Radio, our purpose here and our intention is to help you manifest the life of your dreams, whether that's radiant health, uh, prosperity, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. And if you do not already have a copy of my Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide, you can get that free at sensitivesoulguide.com. And uh, today's show is all about the LifeWay Phototherapy Patches. I have with me my esteemed colleague, Dr. Dennis Loebstein. And uh, every month I struggle with your name, Dr. Dennis, um, for some reason. <laughs> but I think I pronounced it right this time. Um, and, uh, you know, and so, you know, folks, if you have any sort of challenge that you're going through, some sort of symptom, whether that be a pain or, or tremors or dizziness or you know, your legs jumping at night, you can't sleep, whatever it is, uh, Dr. Dennis can probably explain to you the Chinese medicine imbalances or the energetic imbalances behind that symptom, and then we can use the LifeWay Phototherapy patches in a creative way uh, to help um, you get less of those symptoms or eliminate it altogether. So we're trying to get the body's energy to balance itself out, and Dr. Dennis is uh, expert in Asian medicine and exercise physiology as well. Um, and so I defer to him many times related to these things. Um, my acupuncture background is actually uh, almost westernized in a way. It's more French energetics uh, taught by the Helms Institute uh, at that time, sponsored by UCLA, where I was a professor. And um, so when I, when I got my acupuncture uh, certification in New York, uh, it was all based on, you know, what I learned as a medical doctor. So I have a more medicalized version of acupuncture rather than the traditional Chinese medicine. Uh, so it's so great to have Dr. Dennis here every month to teach us more about uh, Asian medicine, how that pertains to what's going on right now in our bodies, whether it be detoxification or any other symptom or process that you would like help with. So we're going to be talking about the different kinds of patches. An acupuncture points may be helpful for you. So if you have a question for Dr. Dennis, definitely put your hand up if you're calling in live. The number is four, uh, where's the number? There we go. 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand is up. 818-514-1190 and hit one. And if you are just uh, joining us on, uh, online live, you can actually click the little chat below and then put your question in there. Um, and then uh, if you're on my Facebook group, Patch Training Team Customers and Distributors, uh, we also have a little post there that you can post your questions underneath in case, you know, you um, couldn't uh, call in. Or, you know, so we're looking at all those different spots. So we do have quite a few people with their hands up. So, Dr. Dennis, welcome to June 2021 show. Yay! Well, hi, <clears throat> Dr. Karen. Thank you, and it's a pleasure to be here with you all. And hi, everybody. And, um, yeah, relative to um, how I was taught, <clears throat> I had a lot of Chinese teachers in, in a traditional Chinese medical school called Five Branches University in Santa Cruz. And uh, one of the things I taught us, um, among other important things, about monitoring energy and looking for energy patterns, is if you don't hear the whispers, you have to deal with the screams or listen to the screams. And that's what happens with most Western medicine. Instead of just dealing with the whispers and slight spiritual and energetic things that are easy to correct, they wait until there's a physical imbalance or a physical problem, or the patient does, actually, before they go see the doctor. 
And then you have a whole slew of physical things to deal with instead of uh, energetic and spiritual. Wow, wow. Yeah, so is that an official quote from a Chinese medicine book, or is that your quote? <laughs> no, it's it's official. I have, um, I don't actually know who said it. I just have it scribbled inside my five, one of my five element handbooks. Oh, okay, <laughs> so if, okay, you don't, okay. if you don't hear the whispers, you have to listen to the screams. Wow. So I, I thought wow. that was appropriate for today, because we're going to listen to some screaming and maybe even some whispering. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. Um, and in, in Western medicine, you know, I'm trained as an MD, as many people know. Um, you know, we by the time someone has a symptom, you know, that we deal with that symptom, and um, it's not so easy then because sometimes there have been decades of energetic and spiritual imbalances prior to the manifesting of those symptoms, and we're in a quick fix society, so we want it fixed now, right. not understanding that we've had so many decades often of imbalances, the way we treat ourselves, whether it be mentally, emotionally, or physically, our habits uh, are really, you know, at the core of uh, our imbalances and our our symptoms. But the cool thing is, is, you know, as you know, um, the LifeWave phototherapy patches can give us probably the quickest, fastest way to help with those symptoms, Um, you know, and of course, we still want people to eat well, drink plenty of fluids, you know, take your vitamin mineral supplements and whatever else your naturopathic doctor, you know, shared with you that's that's good for you. And uh, right now a lot of people are still focused on their wellness, which is a good thing because of the pandemic. So um, there's always, you know, silver linings to, to every cloud. So, uh, if again, if you're calling in live, the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand is up. And if you're in chat, you can actually put your question in the chat as well. And, uh, well, yeah, Dr. Know, Dennis, go ahead. Dr. Karen, one of the great things about the LifeWave patches is you can use them both for a quick fix and also for long-term rebalancing of energy patterns. Yeah, 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 that's a really, really good point. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Um, because light is fast. You know, light works quickly. Um, just like, you know, when we, I used to teach – um, you know, how to use ice wave back when we only had like two or three different kinds of patches, uh, we would be right. in a, you know, uh, in live and in person uh, workshop and we would be taking, you know, person after person after person out of pain. And one of the comments invariably would be, Dr. Karen, how does it work so fast? And how does it work over clothing? Like they were just totally like bamboozled by that reality. Like it's just their eyes were so big. And, and I said, well, let's see if I can find an analogy for you. And I said, well, when you turn on the light in, in your room, how long does it take for your light to come on? And they're like, instantaneously? I'm like, yeah, light. <laughs> and I said, when you call your when you call your cousin who's 3,000 miles away, you know, uh, on the other side of the planet, how long does it take for them to answer? Oh, well, seconds? Yeah. You know, that's energy, right? Like you think right. about, well, what about going through all these brick walls? And I, well, your cell phone can do it, right? <laughs> So infrared light can as well. So I like, you know, talking about those two things. Well, Dr. Dennis, I, I'm going to go first today. <laughs> okay. Uh, why? Because I can. You're by the way, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually uh, writing out a blog, everybody, so patchtrainingteam.com. 
So patchtrainingteamisalloneword.com. And then if you go to the blog, um, you know, about 15 minutes afterwards, I'll publish this with the answers that Dr. Dennis has to your questions. So we'll just all we need is your first name. We don't need your whole name. Uh, whatever <laughs> symptom you're going through, try to stay away from disease names if you can uh, due to corporate policies, and we don't want to be shut down by the FTC, uh, et cetera, and here in the States. So um, I'll be unmuting people one at a time, and I'll write notes for you because uh, some of the stuff can be, you know, a little technical, the Chinese medicine stuff. Um, so Dr. Dennis, are we ready? We're ready. All right. Okay, good. So one of the questions coming up, and I'm going to be completely transparent here because, uh, you know, I have familiarity with some of the imbalances in the five elements that I personally experienced, um, but not as much experience in some of the other things I don't personally experience as much. So I did a whole mm-hmm. class on dampness, excess damp, and, you know, the, the earth meridian uh, meridians and the earth energy because I was very, very familiar with that. Not as familiar with the fire element and the five elements. And since you were, you know, obviously expertise in the five elements, wanted to ask you about what about the element of fire? What kind of symptoms do people have and what kind of acupuncture points may be helpful and or patches uh, to help people settle excess fire? Or maybe there's not enough fire in some cases. So would love your insight on that. Thank you. <coughs> well, Fire is the main element, as you know, and it's uh, considered the emperor or the, not controller, but the commander of all the other officials. And um, the commander directs energetically what the other officials should do or can do or, or points them in the right direction, but doesn't give them details. They have to figure that out themselves. And there are actually uh, four different officials in the fire element. And um, the main one, of course, we know is the heart. And you, you can picture metaphorically the heart as a commander sitting in this big castle and, and uh, giving out its uh, directives for what to do and how to stay balanced. And when I say balance, I mean all of the officials, including fire, are bipolar, which means they can go either way. Uh, That is, they can be either too deficient or too excess, but right in the middle is a healthy balance. So it's healthy and normal to be in the middle of that bipolar not too deficient, not too excess. And the heart has a consort. The heart is yin, and its yang consort is a small intestine. And the function of the small intestine mainly is to filter and, and protect. And all, all the other, all the other uh, officials in fire the small intestine, the pericardium, and the sanjiao are all designed to protect the heart and the heart's balance of energy. So the, the small intestine specifically can be viewed as the wall of the castle surrounding the heart that monitors and filters things coming in and out of it. 
And so that, that filter, if it's working right, gives us clarity. And uh, the small intestine is the yang phase of that yin-yang pair of heart and small intestine. So the heart is yin, small intestine is yang. So we have the commander with its consort who is the filter for clarity. And, of course, on the physical level, when we digest something, the small intestine acts as a filter. It, it uh, filters good things into the body and bad things out when it's working properly. And when it's inflamed or imbalanced, say with an antibiotic that inflames the uh, small intestine, it's not filtering property and um, it loses its clarity. And we get brain fog as an example of the result of that. And so that that's one downside to antibiotics. And uh, probiotics uh, will will help overcome that and take the inflammation down. So um, <clears throat> the other yin yang pair in fire is the pericardium, which is also, as I said, a heart protector. And the metaphor for the pericardium is the drawbridge to the castle. So the the drawbridge can let things in to the castle to interact with the heart when it goes down, or it can slam shut and prevent things from coming into the heart. So the pericardium is another filter to protect the heart. And if we want to keep somebody out, we pull the drawbridge up. If we if we like someone and we want to let them in, like we're getting used to a relationship, we slowly let that drawbridge go down and interact with the heart. Uh-huh. And a lot of a lot of people <clears throat> that are having relationship problems where they can't communicate very well have a dysfunctional drawbridge. It either slams up too much and doesn't let the other person in, or it goes down too much and lets bad energy in disharmonious energy to to mess with the heart. Okay. So, so it needs to function just right. Um, so its energy needs to be balanced to do that. Okay, and it's it's the yin phase of that pair of pericardium and sanjiao. And then the sanjiao is the yang <clears throat> phase of that pair. And metaphorically, it's the moat around the castle. So it's also a, a filter, but it's a furthest filter out from the heart in protecting the heart in that castle metaphor. And it's like um, water in the moat flowing around the castle to protect it. And the water can have traps in it like crocodiles or or it can be nice like salt water and let things float over it. So um, <clears throat> people that have imbalances of the Sanjiao can overextend what they let in and be inappropriate, kind of like uh, Bill Clinton was with Monica or like uh, our current um, our, our current actor who was uh, playing Joe Biden, 
is with uh, with little girls. Well, if it is an actor, he's doing a good job, I think. I mean, not a good job necessarily running the country, but doing a good job playing someone who is running the country. <laughs> okay, I know we're going to lose some yeah, people, so true. just don't just ignore whatever it doesn't resonate with you. We'll just get to the meat of it. And so he, he does a good job at playing somebody with the Sanjiao CF, which is a um, the way you diagnose something in five element medicine is as a constitutional factor or a CF. Okay. So if you okay. have an imbalance, say, of your, of your Sanjiao, and it's in excess, you, know, you reach out too much with your fire, and you mess with other people inappropriately. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, just, just curious, would that also mean, like, you know, if, if uh, there's a term called, uh, you know, like red-pilling someone, so that means... And I did this, unfortunately, uh, a couple of weeks ago at the local natural food store because my husband had mentioned something about masks. And then, anyway, they decided that even though the mask mandates were not necessary anymore, they were going to continue it. And uh, I just, I was just upset uh, five minutes earlier um, seeing little four-year-olds masked outdoors. And I just kind of just, I don't know, I just kind of melted there, Dr. Dennis, and I just like, blah, blah, blah. So I think that's what happened is my triple burner. <laughs> I said too much. Yeah. Uh, did not get permission, you know, to red pill someone. Uh, although she's one of the most kindest people that I know, so she was very tolerant. I did apologize to her later for, for you know, telling her information she may or may not have wanted to know. Um, so that might be an example of overreach, yes? <laughs> yes, it is. That's a good example uh-huh. of your, your Sandra fire overreaching. Yeah, so, that was definitely uh, fire, though, somebody- let me tell you. So somebody who's an extrovert does that a lot. Somebody who's an introvert has a deficiency of their Sanjiao fire, and they withdraw and keep things in ah. without interacting appropriately also because yeah. it's bipolar. It can go to one extreme or the other. Yes. Got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, so hmm, that might be why my Sanjiao likes to be patched. Usually I'm pretty Where good about like that stuff. Sure. But uh, Triple Burner 5, just because that's the one I know, you know. Um, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, that's it. a good one for that. Triple Burner 5, Sanjiao 5, that's actually called the Outer Frontier Gate because it's the Outer Frontier, i.e., the moat, that is the first heart protector on the Outer Frontier to let things in, energetically in and out of the body. Okay. okay. Well, this is really and, and, explaining a lot, Dr. Dennis. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, and, okay. it, and when we're talking about the energetics of these officials and from a five-element perspective, we're not just talking about what they do physically, like the small intestine filtering nutrients in and letting waste products out, but also in balancing the yin and yang energetically. So there's a nice pattern that's not too deficient, not too excess, and also on the spiritual level. So we have clarity of thought and can see clearly and and separate what is um, resonating with source and what is disharmonious. Okay, so is is that also meaning discernment? Is that another word for clarity in this? 
context? Okay. Having good discernment, for sure, yes. So yeah, if, that's, if that's you're, a tough uh, one lately for many. Yeah, so people's Tricky. filters get all messed up, especially when you're gaslighted by a constant barrage of propaganda from the, the fake stream media, and, um, and your discernment gets warped. So your filters aren't working right. And yeah, so that's yeah, pretty tough. In other words, you, you have an imbalance of your small intestine energy. So that, that's a big one these days with people um, getting wacky discernment. So in the positive side, when it comes to the pericardium, if the negative side is, you know, uh, if it's too shut, it let, uh, doesn't let a person in, they can't open their heart. If it's too loose, then they let in disharmonious energy, maybe get, you know, energy suckers or something like that and have poor boundaries. What would a balanced <laughs> yeah. pericardium look like? Did I get that right, first of all, the yin and the yang, like if it's too much or too little on the pericardium? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, so what does a balanced pericardium the, do then? Balance is uh, healthy. Um it, it um, <clears throat> the drawbridge is down enough to allow appropriate things in to mess with the heart or interact with the heart, okay. and it's healthy enough um, so that it it's up enough to keep bad things out or disharmonious things out or things that okay. will damage the heart out. Okay. Like okay. like if uh, there's um, a bad guy that's okay. walking down the street towards you, and uh, if your um, if your drawbridge is way down or or deficient, you don't see him coming, and you he'll be right on top of you, and you get messed with. And that can be particularly damaging for a woman if the guy's a rapist. Right, right. Okay, okay. but if your drawbridge is working properly. You have a, a good perception coming into your heart of what that energy coming at you is, and your drawbridge goes up, and you avoid the situation. Mm, okay. Got it. So if you're balanced, you let the right things in. Like, let's say um, a teacher whom you trusted is walking towards you in the street and wants to come interact with you. And so, okay, you know this person, and you trusted them before, so your, <clears throat> your drawbridge will be open enough to let that person in and see what they want. And it's likely to be uh, harmonious and, and constructive and useful for you. Okay, got it, got it. Okay, great. Um, and then you said about the triple burner. Um, so when we're out of balance there, we can overextend, uh, and, you know, it kind of goes out to people, stuff that probably may not be appropriate, <laughs> uh, but also, you said, you know, when it's out of balance, we can overextend, you know, what we let in as well, so in the mode analogy, um, you know, is the crocodile good or bad? I'm a little confused there. Well, the crocodile is a double-edged sword there. It can as just a metaphor for what's happening in the water, like the water letting um, good things pass over it and keeping bad things out. And okay. by bad, I mean disharmonious. In Asian medicine, 
bad or evil is disharmony. So anything that's a bad frequency or disharmonious frequency that's not compatible with the body's healthy frequencies will be kept out or away. Okay. So if if the triple burner in in this case the fire element is balanced, then we you know are more appropriate in our interactions and our speech with people as, as well as um a, you know is it just about our speech to other people or is it about you know them saying stuff to us too? Sure. It's it's what they say and how we filter it and interpret it. So all okay. all of the heart protectors are either letting it in or filtering it and interpreting it and then making a discernment of whether we want it in or out. So so I'm, I'm going to play the quote-unquote devil's advocate here, Dr. Dennis. So okay, if please, what we're talking yeah. about so far, people are starting to have a racing heart and are feeling anxious. Mm-hmm because they don't want to know, they don't want to hear about it. Okay, so is that a fire element La, 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 la. Be a fire element issue? Like, because if we have a filter, right, appropriate filter, if we don't want to listen or we don't want to believe or whatever, that's fine. We don't have, we don't have an upset body from that because we can choose yeah. what we take in and what we don't take in, regardless of what someone else says. Did I get that right? Yeah, so... If you don't want to hear it in the first place, you're not willing to filter it properly. You just want to keep it out. And you may be propagandized or brainwashed or have a preconceived notion about what that energy might be coming at you. And so you don't want to hear any more of it. It's it's like, uh, the, the for example... I was at the Honeyman a few months ago. Well, actually, this was back in March when the COVID mask thing started. Uh-huh. And and bear with me in this little anecdote here so I can illustrate a point. <clears throat> the proprietress who knows me came out, and, and I w- she, came, she came out of the store and said, look at these watermelons on the rack there. And they're they're really nice. And this woman with a mask was looking at them. And uh, I I went closer to take a look because uh, my friend, the proprietor, said, take a closer look. So I walked closer. But in walking closer to the melons, this woman with a mask was getting closer to me. <clears throat> Actually, she started backing away because people had this preconceived notion that they should stay six feet away. So she's wearing this mask, and I don't wear a mask because there's no scientific evidence that they work on a virus. Uh, and and so um, she she's going, six feet, six feet, you got to stay six feet away, CDC protocols. And, and so I asked her, why she's doing that and I explained to her she's exhibiting hysterical fear porn and then I started telling her about the science like only 98% of the people the science shows have a recovery 
So there's like maybe 2% of the people that get COVID, get sick from it and die or have something bad happen to them. And the other, the other people that catch it have recovery. So 98% recovery is good odds. And it's like better than the flu just about. So uh, I'm explaining the science to her and how the masks are poor filters. It's like, using a chain link fence to try to block mosquitoes. If you're trying to block a virus that size with a mask that has big pores and, and I'm explaining this to her and she goes, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear the science. Don't tell me about science. Okay. Okay. So that's an example of somebody that has preconceived notions that doesn't want to hear any more information. Is that, so they're not able they're, to filter what comes through and stay in a calm place. They start to get anxious. So that could be a fire yes. balance. Okay. Right. Yes, exactly. And then so what about the us point. telling people about the science? Like, should we, well, should we, like, avoid doing that? Because then that might be our triple burner being too young. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure this out here. Well, that depends on where the person is in their understanding and education. And um, when, when I used to run wellness programs, I ensured compliance by, by applying Perkaska's stage paradigm to educating people in what they need to know. So, for example, a doctor who tells somebody to comply with something gets a lot of relapse because they don't consider they don't consider the stages the person might be in there there are four stages basically pre-contemplative contemplative preactive and active so a pre-contemplative person isn't even thinking about the consequences of their choices actions or behavior and if a doctor tries to tell them to change your lifestyle or their choices in a certain way. They're not educated enough to move to the next stage. So what you've got to do is identify what stage they're in so they can adjust their filters relative to what we're talking about in fire. And and that includes their their small intestine, their pericardium, and their Sanjiao filters so that they will receive enough information to move to the next stage from pre-contemplative to contemplative. So when they're contemplative, they have enough information and enough education where they're not totally ignorant, but they know that they have choices and they can take action on those choices or they can reject it based on their experience and how they're adjusting their filters and their fire. Okay. So you said there's four stages? That was the second stage, right? Yeah, the second stage, right. So then um, if they're in the second stage and they they know that they they can learn more, then you take them to a preactive stage by educating them more, by adjusting their filters more, by letting them see more things if they're ready for it based on the individual's experience. So if they're ready for it, then you can – take them to the preactive stage where they understand the consequences to not taking action 
and then they have a choice to take action or not take action, but that choice is dependent on how they perceive things, which is reliant on their fire and their their um, five-element filters. Okay. Now, Prakash okay. can say anything about five-element filters. I'm superimposing my understanding of five-element medicine on that stage interpretation. What, what's this? Uh, what's the stage is called again? Sorry. Pre-contemplative. Contemplative. Uh, sorry, the, the title for all four. Oh, uh, Perkaska, Jim Perkaska, is the guy that developed this stage paradigm theory for cigarette smoking. He reported on it decades oh. ago, like in the late seventies, early eighties, somewhere in there. Okay. And, and I, I picked up the model and, and applied it to what I was training wellness counselors in for our wellness programs and other wellness programs were getting a lot of relapse, but because I trained my students in how to use Prokaska and identify the stage somebody is in, uh, we didn't get so much relapse. We got people that got an understanding to be pre-active and then move into an active stage and then maintain that activity without relapsing back into a, a previous stage. Wow, that's really cool. Okay. Yeah, and that depends on their filters, the fire filters we've been talking wow. about. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that's fascinating. Now, are there physical uh, uh, symptoms? We talk mostly about kind of mental, emotional. But are there physical symptoms for the fire element being out of balance? Yes. So... In general, let's look at deficiency versus excess because uh-huh. we can actually use the patches. If somebody has a deficiency, we can tonify them by using a positive patch on, the, on a point, or we can sedate them and pull excess energy out if they have an excess by using a tan patch or a, uh, an electronegative patch or a yin patch like a tan one that counter-rotates a torsion field on that acupuncture point to pull the excess energy out. Okay. So that, that mechanism works just like a screw. When you turn the screw clockwise, it pulls the screw into the wood. Right, right. When you turn the screw counterclockwise, it pushes the screw out. So for a, a deficiency, we want to push the screw in to tonify using a positive patch. For an excess, we want to turn a screw counterclockwise using a, a, yin, a more yin patch, and then that will be electronegative and push the screw out. And But the screw's a metaphor for the energy that's going in or coming out. So what we're talking about with a deficiency versus an excess is energy in fire whether it's deficient or excess. So what does a deficient fire look like? Well, a deficient fire lacks activity. So a person with deficient fire is kind of has low energy, lacks animation, like they don't move around a whole lot. They're unable to nourish and ground a lot of body processes if it's extreme like on a cellular level, they're not making a whole lot of energy. 
like their mitochondria are kind of weak, kind of like they've been poisoned with cyanide, so they're not making ATP. Okay, so so they lack animation. And um, you can see all of this overtly in symptoms like uh, palpitations, or you can, when you're feeling somebody's pulse, uh, you can feel the palpitations and, and they're, they jump out at you more than just a regular pulse. Or they, they're reporting that they feel thumping in their chest or, or um, the palpitations even when you're not feeling the pulse. They, they just feel their heart jumping through their vessels or through their chest. So, th- so that, that would be for deficiency. Right, in a deficient person, the, the fire is not enough to control the depolarization properly. Oh, and wow. that can result in palpitations. So um, their complexion might be pale. Somebody who has a lot of fire is the opposite of pale. They've got a lot of redness. So in somebody who's got a fire deficiency, they look pale. They don't have a lot of energy or, or blood circulating to their face. Um, they can be restless and have weak or erratic pulses. Um, they exhibit anxiety. They have, typically have cold hands and feet. And um, the, the, the heart, which houses a shen, that shows up in the eyes. And you see somebody who's healthy, their shen sparkles through their eyes. The shen is kind of missing from the eyes. Their eyes look dull. They don't have that spirit shining through them because okay. they're deficient in their fire. <clears throat> their dreams could be disturbed. They could have insomnia, not be able to sleep. And the emotion of the heart is joy, so they could exhibit a lack of joy because they have a lack of fire or fire deficiency. And they could have an inability to follow through with things, like they might want to start something, but they can't follow through with it because they don't have enough oomph or energy or fire to push them through to get something done. So they have I guess a they lack don't have of too much of that. <laughs> Oh, you certainly don't. Yeah, Yeah. but I've I've had periods, yeah, for sure. Uh, Certainly when I was in fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, blah, 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 you know, uh, there was definitely a lot of that going on. Um, And I have felt uh, in the past, you know, some of that heart, you know, stuff. Um, It's pretty interesting. But, uh, yeah, I definitely am more fire than deficient at at this point. (laughs) Um, Okay, so what about too much fire? So they might look red and ruddy, right? So do they have heart symptoms too? Yeah, so um, they have symptoms of heat, like too much fire. And um, that that can build up into a stagnation of excess. Like if you've got um, a a good example of that would be liver cheese stagnation where you get uh, too much yang building up in your liver. So um, that can affect the heart because you get a pressure cooker building up from the stagnation and then you got liver yang rising 
and the liver is the mother for the heart child or the the fire child so in other words wood feeds the fire <clears throat> and if you have excess wood it's going to feed the fire in an excess it's like a bonfire that's burning nicely and then you throw more wood on it it's going to rage out of control okay so um <clears throat> You get a flushed face, you look red and ruddy, um, even to the point of being purplish. And you can even have purplish-looking lips, pounding pulses, and and not not just like weak palpitations like we're talking about before with a deficiency, but the palpitations are pounding and strong and uh, have a lot of oomph and energy and fire behind them. there, There could be... Um, a lot of heat with infections and inflammation and um, and that can be exhibited as excess and fire it can yeah, also so cause fever. sleepless fever mm-hmm. and um, sleeplessness uh-huh. inappropriate laughter like way too much joy it's like this this guy at this bar where we were a few weeks ago, he's sitting there laughing at everything. It's like he just flies off the handle inappropriately and, and laughs at the smallest thing. So his fire's out of balance, and he's got way too much joy being exhibited. It's probably triggered by excess alcohol in this guy's case. Ah, I'm thinking of, from Batman, I'm thinking of the Joker. Yeah, good example. The Joker is a good example of excess fire joy. It's inappropriate joy. <clears throat> laughs at things that are inappropriate to laugh at. Uh-huh. Interesting. Well, we, we probably should hurry along here. I know there's a lot of people waiting to ask a question. So I'm sorry, guys. I didn't realize okay. it was... Uh, I, you know, I was uh, going to take this long, so I apologize about that. But uh, that is super interesting because there's a lot of people with so-called anxiety, but, you know, symptoms of, of, you know, palpitations and feeling kind of scared and anxious. But you've really outlined very clearly there's the, the yin version and there's the yang version. The yin version is that weak, meek, you know, like um, – not a lot of energy, apathy, and, and you feel kind of anxious that way. But then there's the other one where it's very, very strong. And, you know, I don't know whether the anger is part of that or whether that's more of a wood than a fire thing. But that's a different kind of anxiety, looks like, or overjoy. No, it's more, it's more of a wood thing. You're right. But it does fan the fire. And it, it, the anger can express through fire because okay, you're throwing right. wood on the fire. Got it. Okay. Okay, so do you have a couple of acupuncture points for us here, and then we can move on? Well, yeah, let's say somebody is anxious or um, the, the, the fire is imbalanced one way or the other. You can actually use the simplest points like energy enhancer patches on pericardium 6 with the white one on the right and 10 one on the left. And I actually like to modify that and put the white one on the right on Sanjiao 5, the outer frontier gate, and then put the tan one on left pericardium 6, which I didn't mention before, but that's called the inner frontier gate. 
because oh. it's it's the drawbridge. It's closer into the heart. Right, 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 right. And that's part of our five element. Um, you know, that a lot of people know the five element protocol with energy enhancer patches. So that is part of that, right? Right there. Yeah, exactly. So that that's a really good yin yang pair. If you're going to tonify energy with um, the five element protocol, and <clears throat> we talked about that in detail before over the years, there's actually a whole show we dedicated to that. So we have a, a yin yang pair with um, the pericardium six on the left being yin and the sanjiao five on the right being yang. Great. Now, we also know you talked about the heart and then the small intestine. That's the yin-yang pair there. Is there a reason why we would use the pericardium triple burner versus heart and small intestine patching? Ooh, that's, that's a really good question. <clears throat> Typically, we use the pericardium and sanjiao when we're dealing more with psychological problems and emotional issues. Okay. And um, we and, and spiritual more spiritual issues, and we use the heart and the small intestine when we're dealing with more physical problems like a uh, dysrhythmia or um, uh, an inflammation of the small intestine and um, brain fog and and uh, toxicity. Cool, very cool. Thanks. I think you just did my whole class right here. Thank you. I'll, I'll give you credit. <laughs> Cool. Uh, yeah, that's great. Well, you know, I think you, you put it in a simplified way for me, so I really appreciate that. Um, sure. And, uh, the funny, the funny thing is, I don't use pericardium that much. Um, I don't know; it just never really did anything for me previously. Uh, I do like triple burner, and um, yeah, I don't really use heart and small intestine that much. But, but, uh, and, and I don't really have much symptoms in that area right now. But that that's pretty interesting because there are a heck of a lot of people out there that are having uh, huge issues with discernment. Like if I hear something disturbing, I have this capacity to be able to hear it and decide. Well, does it fit? Doesn't it fit? Do I resonate? Don't I resonate? Right? And I don't take take it personally. And I don't go, no. oh, my God, they shouldn't say that stuff. It's so bad. You know, like, I don't react to it like I used to. So I think that those meridians in me are more balanced now than they were before. Like, I don't take it personally. Even if someone makes fun of me or ridicules me or criticizes me, I just got censored off YouTube, you know. It, it's like, oh, okay. Well, there we are, right? Let's keep going. Yeah, like, I don't care if I'm on YouTube or not. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, well, what's next, right? And so it, that reactivity for me personally is much less but you know i could say one thing to my mom and she just freaks out right and i know i didn't know that you know <laughs> the fire can be a little spicy there uh for my mom so sometimes right. i do have to be a little bit more discerning on how i say things but she she actually has improved over the years as well why because she loves energy enhancer patches and she has been using them more on the pericardium uh because she had these palpitations right so I was like, okay, use it here on your wrist. But she loves liver three, which has done wonders for her because she used to be so moody and down and was on antidepressants for very, very many decades. And she started using liver three. That's oh, yeah. the only her favorite one. She uses it almost all the time. Um, and she pretty much got, you know, didn't have to take medications anymore because she was much more balanced. Her fire energy was a lot less, you know, volatile. Um, and then now maybe I might remind her maybe to take the, <laughs> put the patches on the inside wrist from time to time. Instead of just on right. the three, yeah, yeah. So this is this is great. Um, well, okay, let, so let me folks, address a couple 
things. Yeah, go ahead. Let me address a couple. So uh, another um, another good yin-yang pair in fire, if you're dealing with more mechanical heart issues, uh, let's say you're, you're anxious and experience, experiencing palpitations that you can't control uh, by meditating or, or being quiet, uh, you can use heart seven and small intestine four, which are a yin-yang pair in in fire, but they're more for the, the mechanical function of the heart. So um, they're both source points, and source points will bring energy in and also balance the energy if it's too much, it'll bring it to normal. If it's if it's too low, it'll bring it to normal, and that that's called regulation. So source points will regulate the energy in the meridian. So if you use heart seven and small intestine four, those are both source points for um, heart and and small intestine, and they're really good points for calming down the fire and rebalancing mechanical issues going on with the heart. And then you made a comment about not using pericardium very much. Well, in five-element medicine, it, it's called circulation sex. And oh, right. It's called pericardium in traditional Chinese medicine. But it's called circulation sex in five-element medicine because it influences the hormones. So it's used a lot for hormone balance in conjunction with the sanjiao. So... You, when you're dealing with someone that has hormone imbalances, you might consider using both pericardium and sanjiao together. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. Well, maybe I'll start using it. <laughs> That's why it I said that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. That sounds great. Sure. Um, so if you want to ask Dr. Dennis a question, as you can see, he's an amazing you know, wealth of information. I learned so much from Dr. Dennis. So appreciate these monthly calls. Uh, the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit one so you know your hand is up. So please stick to symptoms. We're not going to talk about treating diseases or, you know, LifeWave does not claim to treat, cure, prevent uh, any medical condition or diseases. So, um, you know, stick to what kind of symptoms that you have. Um, and then, um, yeah, hit one so we know your hand is up. And then when I unmute you, I'll say the first three, uh, your area code of your phone number. And uh, you can just let us know your first name. We don't need, you know, the whole, your whole name or anything like that, just your first name, and then I'll tape some notes for you. So, Dr. Dennis, are we good to go? We're good to go. All right, fantastic. All right, so area code 262. Hi. Hello, my name is Kathy. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Okay. Um, <clears throat> my friend's son has something very, very unique. He had a stem cell blood transplant from his brother, which was a good match. However, he got the disease where his immune system is fighting his brother's immune system within his blood. He is on an immune suppressant drug, which I believe he cannot use the X39. Is that correct? And he's in pain. He has major leg cramps. His skin is as hard as a tabletop, causing pressure on his lungs 
and stomach and makes it very, very difficult to breathe. Can he use any of the other patches for ease in inflammation like um, Eon, Alavita, anything to help him? He's in a lot of pain. Okay. Well, first, why do you think he can't use X39? What's the idea behind that? I thought I believed, I thought I heard David Schmidt say, if somebody's on an immune suppressant drug, that the X39 could counteract that Uh suppressant. Right, because it causes stem cell proliferation. So if the drug is trying to suppress the proliferation of the stem cells, that's one way it would counteract it. Yeah, I kind of vaguely remember David saying something like that on the call as well. It may not be the same call that Kathy was on, but um, it does ring a bell. Um, Normally when, you know, David says if it's anything that's a serious medical condition to – you know, they have to say this medical legally, right? For LifeWave Corporate, you know, you have to defer to your medical practitioner, right? So, yes. um, yeah. Yeah, I'm a medical doctor, so I get a little bit of a pass because, you know, when I do energy healing with others or whatever, we just, you know, t- tune into source or their inner wisdom, and then we ask the body what's okay, you know, and what isn't okay. And sometimes sometimes I'll get something that I think, you know, the medical doctor, I'm like, oh, this is a great idea, right? And the body goes, nope, don't want it. We're like, okay. You know, and then we kind of respect what the body wants. Um, more often than not, I have to say 99% of the time I get I do get a yes for X39, but, of course, this person isn't my client, and I don't know anything really deeply about them. There could be other spiritual, cycle, emotional issues, you know. So um, I think that we just have to be careful, right? We don't want to blanket say, oh, it's great for everyone or whatever. So, so as far as having um... – these symptoms you described, like having trouble breathing, um, you can use, I like the carnosine on CV17, which opens up the, the chest energy. So if somebody feels like they're having difficulty breathing, that'll open up the chest. And um, Except, you could also it's, use... It's caused, it's caused by his skin being so thickened and becomes hard as a tabletop because of this immune fight within his body. Sure. And, and the you heaviness of, of uh, Pardon me? Yeah, there's a lot of um, immune reactions going on that, that come to the surface, and that's why the skin feels hard. I body's trying to get rid of is the way uh, to go in this case. It doesn't have to be on yes. that area, but... Um, yeah. Well, also, the energy of the skin is regulated by the lung energy. So the lung chi is actually regulating the um, the Wei Chi field and the, the energy in the skin. And so um, from that perspective, what I just mentioned should be helpful, too. The carnosine on CV17, which is in the center of the chest. Okay. Uh, at, at intercostal uh, four on the midline. Mm-hmm. Can and, you, um, right, and I'm thinking eon too, right, probably? Sure. I would put an eon on the right lung nine or even lung eight 
with um, an SP6 patch on left lung nine or eight. And lung nine is a source point for the lungs. That'll help the lungs regulate in general. Um, lung eight is the point that stimulates dredging of toxins out of the lung. And when I say dredging toxins, I mean on all the levels, spiritual, energetic, and physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that may help the eon on oh. right lung eight. As are they, are they close lung. enough together, Dr. Dennis, to patch both at the same time? You mean um, the lung, lung eight? Lung you, are you talking about lung eight and CB uh, seventeen? Uh, no, you said lung eight or nine, right? So can one patch cover both points? Oh yes, the patch is big enough to cover both lung nine and eight at the same time. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're close enough that we can cover both. Yep. Nice. Okay, great. I think that's a good start, but um, yeah, it's a very challenging you know situation for sure, Kathy. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, good luck. So, <laughs> ideally, for now, should he stay away from the X39 until I, what, contact David Smith or whatever? Yeah, you could definitely contact David uh, specifically. Um, I mean, he's super busy. I don't know you know, whether he'll be able to answer that particular question. Um, but he will always defer to the medical person, right? So. Um, right. That's probably what they'd say. Ask your doctor. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, well, the thing is, is that if somebody has their own healthy stem cells, will that help or hurt? I mean, theoretically, the body always wants to go back to a better, more balanced state if it has the right energy. Um, so, I, you know, we wouldn't want to go against the medical doctor in this case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can certainly give the information and then see what they, you know, see what he, she says. Well, okay. we got a situation where there's an artificial suppression of immunity, too. So you've got the synthetic unnatural things going on at the same time. You're trying to correct it with the, you're trying to correct the results of hitting with a sledgehammer with something that's more subtle in energy balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Asian medicine would treat it in a very, very different way, Kathy. Uh, but it doesn't yeah. mean you people shouldn't use you know, Western medicine, because, gosh, you know, in, in Chinese medicine, we generally don't do transplants of stuff. You know? um, right. but, I, but I do believe there there is a way, I think, more subtly, and, and you'd have to work with, you know, a, an energetic practitioner who would be confident in this space, but to be able to kind of re-educate the body um, to what to attack, what not to attack, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so mm-hmm. it's worth looking into. Um, who is this your son, or...? I forgot what you said. My one of my distributors' sons. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, you know, we sometimes, you know, I'll I can do energetic readings and things like that, but I don't. I'm not seeing any one-on-ones at this point, uh, except for my VIP clients. So, uh, and then they may not be into that stuff because it's really woo-woo, <laughs> right? Doing readings yeah. and stuff like that, talking, literally talking to parts of the body and asking what they need. So, you know, it's it's an option, but it, it may be, you know, a little too far-fetched for them to get at that point. But a lot of people do come to me for that kind of stuff when there is no other way 
but hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, with these patches, at least these are the safe ones definitely to use. So it's definitely worth, you know, worth doing that for, you know, three weeks at least. Same, okay. same here. I get energy work requests from people who have tried everything else and Western medicine isn't working for them and they resort to the energy medicine at the last second. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can happen. But uh, anyway, just let us let them know we yep. we feel for them. And um, yeah, this is a tough situation. Uh, but definitely, this protocol that Dr. Dennis mentioned is very safe, you know, to to use and to start with. And uh, it does require some patience related to that, uh, because it is a very serious issue. But we're hoping for some glimmer of you know positive shift within that three week period. Does that sound reasonable, Kathy? Yes, it'd be like using carnosine during the day and Eon at night in those specific places. Well, you can, sure, you could do that. But you can use carnosine and Eon at the same time. Just have the carnosine yeah. on CB17 and the Eon on um, lung 8 and 9. Yes. On okay. the right. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and then, those patches should only be used 12 hours at a time, or can they be used 24 hours long? You can use them 24. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I think it's whatever you know, whatever works, right? So if you notice that there's an improvement and then it wanes, you know, after 12 hours, and that kind of tells you they only lasted 12 hours. For the X39, we normally recommend 12 hours max because we have had some folks with. Um, that it stopped working in um, after uh, because they left it on too long. And then when they went back to just being really strict on the 12 hours on the X39, then they got the results back. So we haven't noticed that as much with the other patches. And, you know, um, you know the corporate line is use them 12 hours and discard them, right, because we don't want people to get confused. So you just have right. to be careful, Kathy, of how you counsel people because sometimes people will get confused. And they're like, but I, you said it was 24. Yeah, you're, but you're like, well, not for X39, but – but I thought you said it, you know what I mean? And then they get all mixed up. So, <laughs> yes. yeah, I, yeah, when I work with people one-on-one, I, you know, I, I can be very, very specific about what I want them to do. But, you know, as a non-physician uh, or non-energy healer or whatever, you know, that, that you know, you may not have that, um, that uh, I don't know, credentialing, whatever, what people expect. Um, so it may not be up to you necessarily to tell people you should do it this way or shouldn't do it this way. They really have to make their own decision unless you're there personal health care provider. Does that make sense? Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay, I'm going to mute you. We have lots of callers here. So the next caller is uh, area code 830, and the next number is 5. So we have, uh, who's this? Hi. Oh, hi, this is Debbie. Hey, Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Thanks so much for taking my call. Oh. I love uh, your. I love listening to these. Uh, they're so informative and, and uh, so uh-huh. educational. Um, okay, so uh, my son had a, uh, he broke his scaphoid bone when he was, I think, around 11, skateboarding, of course. He had several operations. Now he's 31. His hand is starting to go numb. And so um, we're, I'm wondering if there's a, something I can do for him with the patches. You're talking about right or left side? Right side. Oh, how convenient. Okay. Good. <laughs> Not that it's good, but it's convenient when it's all right. Well, 
Is it still fractured or did it heal? It never healed. That's the yeah, it never healed. So you've got he, a what happened was we thought it had healed. Uh, we thought it had healed, and then he played football. He didn't tell us that it was still bothering him a few years later, and uh, he injured it further. I think is what happens. So now he's got a big metal thing in there. I'm not sure exactly what it is, though. You mean okay. the doctor put a metal pin in? Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. Could be a pen or well, a plate, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a, a pen. pen, and there might be something else, but, yeah, a pen. Mm-hmm. And it's still in there. Okay. And it basically right. it hurts, or it's numb, or both? Uh, it hurts, but he's a, he's very active, and he's a farmer. He works, like, 18, 20 hours a day, Good and he's very him. physically active. And so he's doing everything he can. But lately, it's going numb, and it keeps him, I guess, it, the numbness is affect it. He can't sleep as well with it. Ah, okay. Can he use his hand okay to, like, to write? Uh, he's using it. <laughs> he's okay, making himself good. use it, so he's still able to somehow use it, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, I'll let Dr. Dennis talk and then I have another idea for you, Debbie, too. Great. Thank you. So um, the most obvious thing for the pain is to use ice wave patches, like putting the mm-hmm. white one on the right area over the scaphoid, and that turns out to be small intestine four or five in that area or even further proximal. So wherever the ashi point is for the pain, it's probably centered around small intestine four. Okay. And then um, put the white one on the right and put the tan one on the left. Or you can sandwich it on the same arm by putting the tan one above and the, or uh, excuse me, the tan one below on the on the the underside and the white one above okay. on the upper side of the arm. So you can play uh-huh. with the ice wave patches that way and rotate them around or move them around until you find the sweet spot where the uh, blockage goes away. Okay. So um, yeah, you can also go use... Go ahead. You can oh, also no, no, use... I, I was just going to say that the, the small intestine is more on the ulnar side and the scaphoid is more on the radial side. So... It's actually closer probably to triple burner and pericardium. Well, or maybe even lung and large intestine. If I'm Yeah, so you correctly. can sandwich it. Use use both white one on Sanjiao above and tan one on on small intestine below. Okay. Or just rotate them around, like I said, until you find the sweet spot. And instead of the yeah. white ice wave patch, you can also try an eon or glutathione or even a carnosine or you can stack one of those YH patches on top of the white ice wave patch and sandwich. Okay. And also, yeah. Another point I'd use is a distal one, uh, bladder 65, which is on the outside of the foot. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, you can, you know, find the exact location on yinyonghouse.com 
But uh, that that mm-hmm. point uh, is called shugu, which means it heals bone. And I'm not sure how well the bone's going to heal with that energy if you've got a metal pin in there, but at yeah. least you'll start healing the bone that way. Okay. What about X39, Dr. Dennis, as far as healing bone? Uh, put it on uh, Shugu, on bladder 65, okay. on the right, the right bladder 65. Okay, great. And yeah, that's you could also swap. Sorry, go ahead, Dr. No, go ahead. You can also swap it with the Eon. Put the Eon down there and put the X35 up on the wrist. So another good combination would be X39 and uh, Carnosine around that area. With the X39 on top and the Carnosine below. Okay, great. Okay. Okay, there are lots of different things like that you can do, but those are probably the best ones. Thank you very much. Welcome. Okay, yeah, so I may have to rewrite that one. It's a little bit of a mess, Debbie. Uh, Just bear with me until I finish this blog post. Um, Oh, yeah. The thing Debbie is going to, you're welcome. What I was mentioning is is the numbness is due to the fascia. Um, The fascia is like the stuff you see when you take off Mm -hmm. like a chicken you know, yeah. uh, skin, you know, that sticky stuff? Yeah, so it gets yep. Uh, yep. it gets distorted and twisted. And there's yeah. a lot of nerve supply to the fascia. Okay. So, so you know, the patches can help with those symptoms to increase the energy flow there and decrease inflammation. Um, however, sometimes after an injury like that, you actually need to re-educate the fascia to stretch back out again where it was mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, so I'm doing some block therapy on it. We just did hand a couple of weeks ago. It was so interesting. <laughs> Literally, uh, I mean, you'd have to do, I mean, you'd have to do the whole, you know, initial starter program first between, before doing the advanced. But we were literally squishing the hand, including that thumb area, uh, underneath our butt, underneath the block. Oh, we're like lying on our hand. I was like, "Well, that's interesting." Is you know, uh, it, you know, and I don't have too much stuff going on in the hand, maybe because I, you know, I do a lot of punching and Wing Chun and stuff like that, my martial arts. So that didn't bother me. Although the the, the young person that was demonstrating was like, "Oh!" <laughs> so oh. there's some fascial, you know, things that you could reeducate. And then DL Walker, who's a friend of mine, she does something called Correctasize. And the total body mm-hmm. renovation, and if if he was interested in a one on one with her, then she she could potentially show him how to do that release on his own, because uh, that that bone's pretty small. So it's it's that whole area. He may need to release up the forearm. He may have to release down to the fingertips, or even higher. Could even be up to his shoulder. So um, I'm just learning a lot about fascia. Uh, so these patches will okay. be really supportive of that. But but he may need some very specific manual therapy, and we're not talking about massage, okay, because that's not going to get it. Massage is not yeah. going to get the fascia at that level. So you need to actually release the fascia, which is intense and painful work, but is well worth it. So that's my two cents. He, okay, good. Yeah, he may be very interested in that. I'll, he's He's got his degree in kinesiology, so nice. oh, good. he's probably... Yeah. He, he, he he's very interested in educating himself all the time. So I'll um, get in touch with you later uh, okay. or to get those details. Thank you so much, both of you. Well, My sure, pleasure. there's one more thing you can do. 
to facilitate mm-hmm. movement of chi and the fascia that Dr. Karen was describing. You could also mm-hmm. do sweeping. Like take take the um, isolate patches, for example, white above, uh-huh. um, and sweep in the direction that the Sanjiao channel's energy flows. And okay. that will get chi moving in the channel that's closest to the injury. So sweep it in the direction that the Sanjiao Okay. Okay, good. And then so you you sweep with the patches pretty close to the skin or the body. Don't have to touch the body, but be like about an inch or less away. And then okay. when you reset the position, so you take the patches off after you go up the arm, away from the body, and reset to where Sanja One is again on the second um, or, or the, the the fourth finger, and and then sweep again close to the body and move the patches away from the body and reset. Go back to Sanja One and sweep up the arm along Sanja Channel and just repeat that cycle over and over again for a few minutes, and you can use the patches to do that. Oh, to that's move the awesome. energy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth trying, though, definitely. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we're, you're welcome. I will move from you, Debbie, to our next caller. So I'm just going to mute you. Next person is area code 817. Hi. Hi, this is Z. How are you? Hi, Z. Good. How are good. you? Good, good, good. Mine is a little bit different, my question. It's more related to we've been um, using several of the patches with not quite of a good positive um, result. So I'll tell you what the pain is, and then I'll also tell you the patches and, and, and the positions that we're using the, the point. So without having to mention if it's a disease or not, but it's a very, very bad um, chronic pain, pounding and shock-like pain in the face, affecting okay. the trigeminal nerves. Okay. And go ahead. Yep, go ahead. And then, um, so the person also has issue with, with circulation, you know, high blood pressure, even though I'm saying it. So we've been using ice waves, alternating ice waves um, all over the face, you know, TH17, TH21, SI8, TH5. I know I'm going through that because we literally did everything, liver 4, stomach 36, liver 3, no, um, large intestine. Um, liver three and then kidney one. So that was the ice wave. We also are doing X39, and these are all every day. X39 either on GV14, GV24, or third eye. Carnosine on CV17, Aon on CV8, covering the belly button. And we've been doing this for about since February with no um, relief of the pain in the face at, at all. So not sure if we are taking the right points or if there's something different we can do. Well, are, are you ensuring that um, the client is hydrated? Yes. She does drink a lot, a lot, a lot of water, yes, to the point where and, uh, it's too much. <laughs> and um, you're mixing up. Uh, pink Himalayan rock salt in with the water to increase the electrolytes? 
No, we've never done that, but maybe that that's something we could try. Yeah, that can make the patches work better. So pink, Himalayan salt? Right. Okay. Mix a pinch of that into the water. Sorry, go ahead. Mix a pinch of that into the water that they're drinking. And it's also preferable, you increase the efficacy of the patches if you're using electrolyzed water, too, made by a a machine that uh, will electrolyze the water. It's split it into alkaline and acidic so that you get a lot of molecular hydrogen in the water, and that increases the electrons that are going into the body so you get more of an electrical current. Okay. Okay. Okay, we'll try that. With putting the salts in the water... Go ahead. So that that's one thing. Another thing is, um, I was going to ask you if you did a detox protocol or um, even Eon Brain protocol that Dr. Karen developed before you started using the other uh, patch protocols that you just described. Um, no, I, we haven't done the Eon protocol nor the detox protocol, but we have done detox from a different perspective, meaning not with the patches, but but detox from a more like a natural perspective. Okay, well, that's good. Um, If you go back and do the Eon Brain Protocol and you'll reset the nervous system neurology and clear neurological blockages, that may help the patches become more efficacious also. Okay. And the Eon Protocol, how long... um, um, is that required to do for um, a how many weeks? Uh, let's say about two weeks. Okay. Good, good. Um, and really quickly, the... moving... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm, I'm done. Um, so putting the salt in the water, given that the um, she has, um, you know, high blood pressure, would that be an issue or not? Not if you're using pink Himalayan rock salt. It would be if you were using regular sodium chloride salt, yes. But not with the pink yeah, Himalayan table salt rock salt. toxic, so we shouldn't yes. be using that much table salt. So Himalayan crystal right. salt is best. Yeah. Okay. Some people have high blood pressure Good. because they don't have enough salt. Correct. So, so if she's got high blood pressure diet and she's been told to go on a low-salt diet, that could be the cause of why she's not responding. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. We don't want so, to say anything um, against the medical doctor. We're just letting you know what our experience is. Obviously, Dr. Dennis and I are not taking care of this person, and you are. Uh, but since you're a practitioner, I mean, you have that ability to prescribe. So that's safer. No, makes sense. And then the Aon Brain Protocol, so stop with with all the ones we're doing now and just go with the AM brain protocol for two weeks and mm-hmm. then start again with the other one? That's I, would I would recommend that, yes. And also I would do the brain protocol with the X39 for the next two weeks. So do two weeks of Eon and two weeks of X39 to clear neurological blockages and rebuild the brain and then go back to what you were talking about. 
So the two weeks of S39 right after the Eon is just S39 alone with no other patches, right? Correct. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. And then the last one is just a clarification on the split alkaline and acidic. I didn't quite understand that. Okay. There, there are machines that run water through electrical plates that are charged and that splits the water into molecular hydrogen concentration coming out and also um, which, which is hydrogen and also the hydroxyl part of the water because water is H2O. So it splits the water into OH and H. And the H coming out is in the form of molecular hydrogen, which is H2, and that brings with it a lot of electrons. So if you actually take water that's been electrolyzed like that, that's high in, in electrons with the molecular hydrogen, you put wires in that water, you can actually light up a light bulb with it, with wow. the water. And so that shows you that those electrons are in higher concentration and not only flowing through the water, but through the wires and through the, the light bulb. And that's what you want in your body to keep your body more healthy and make the patches work better. Okay. Good, good, good. Okay. So more of the electrons in the water. Yeah. Right. Okay. Good, good. No, this is helpful. Thank you so much. Well, good luck. I know that's a very difficult symptom to uh, be treating um, for sure, Z. And, um, you know, sometimes there's a lot of, you know, possibilities. (laughs) But, I mean, I find that with, you know, some of the older folks, and I'm sort of getting older, but um, (laughs) biologically older folks is that they just don't have – you know, the, like say they're on medications or um, they've been in pain so much, um, they may be, you know, magnesium deficient, they may have, you know, other mineral deficiencies that could contribute or, you know, so everything helps, right? Diet helps and like crystal salt helps. Um, and if she drinks a lot of water and she's been told to go on a low-salt diet, like I said, that could potentially uh, cause her to be a non-responder. Um, right. yeah, so I think, Dr. Dennis, you're... Your strategy is, is what I totally would agree with as well. Is let's let's make sure that brain is balanced first uh, with that Eon and X39, and then go back to the Ice Wave and the Clock Protocol and you know all that kind of stuff and and see how that works. So yep. great question, thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Pleasure. Okay, so next we have area code three zero three. Hi. Hello, Erica three zero three. Oh, yes. Hi. Thank you. Can you hear me? Yeah. What's your yes. first name? Heather. Okay. And Hi, Heather. Um, mold exposure. Uh huh. And what's the symptom? I believe it has to do with. Um, me gaining a lot of weight and running a cycle where I have issues with histamine, candida, and oxalates. 
So what's the symptom? Um, excess water in the body, um, gaining weight rapidly. Okay. Um, histamine issues. Meaning, okay, and what does um, that look like? Um, it looked like I was eating some shrimp and I had what looked like an allergic reaction, but it stayed in the body for a long time, so I got red, um, my blood pressure dropped, my heart started to palpitate, um, I felt off for quite a while, and it, it, I felt like my tongue felt like it had been stung by a bee just slightly, but for like a week, and that's what I thought the histamine was. Can you elaborate on how you felt by off? Oh, um, like I would say it would be a nervous system, that the nervous system felt heightened, not in balance. I, I'm sorry, that it's very hard to say how no, off okay. you <laughs> So, so you're you had more sensitivity than usual. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I um, I basically had this huge reaction, and I at first I thought it was an allergic reaction, but I remembered someone posting that a lot of times if you have problems with yeast candida, and I had oral thrush and a um, Eastern medicine, so your guys' area or Dennis's area, say that they thought I had candida, which I didn't. I discounted at the time because I was doing a keto diet, and I didn't, I didn't eat any sugar, so I was like, ah. And then I found out that ketones are also eaten by candida. And so, so when I had the histamine, I started looking at it, and I realized that I had a huge black mold exposure. Maybe not huge, but a black mold exposure last October, and I had... I have gained a lot of weight, like 25 pounds, and it just seemed to click like this is a possibility. And so I'm now I'm going to do a month of like not eating histamine to clean out the histamine in my body and and combat the mold and we'll see. <laughs> Where do you think the mold is growing? Um, I had I was away and in my apartment we we had an overflow of the sink. No, I needed your body. Oh, in, in my body. body. Where? Yeah. It feels like can along you, the can, spine and the nervous system. All the way along, or a specific spot? More lumber, but it okay. does feel like it throughout. But I feel like it's concentrated. Along the lumbar. Okay. Does it when you uh, touch it? Does it feel sore? Does it feel what? When you touch your lower back or push on it, is it sore? Or, or does it feel good? No, it feels acute pain on both okay. sides. All right, so the reason I asked that was to identify an excess condition. So it seems like you got excess energy in your in your um, life gate area.
So have you tried anything patch-wise yet? No, I'm actually really new to you guys. I just happened to listen to an old one yesterday, and then I got Karen's email saying that you guys were doing it today. And so I'm, I'm All right, a beginner. So you're a patch newbie. <laughs> yes, very much so. Okay, are you working? Are you working with someone right now, a distributor? I'm not. Okay. Yeah, just you might want to, you know, um, either contact me or Dr. Dennis um, uh, afterwards, just so we can give you more personalized stuff on what's going on. Sure. Um, yeah, um, I'll let Dr. Dennis talk here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry, I was just so, told to you guys. My intuition was like, and listen to this now. <laughs> so. Wow. Well, that's a good thing to follow your intuition, definitely. So um, dealing with the symptoms like uh, collecting water or swelling and and overweight, mm -hmm. uh, some of the best points to start with that could be spleen 9 if it's sore. That drains damp from the body and also stomach 40. So that's a good yin-yang pair is spleen 9 and stomach 40 to drain damp and get rid of phlegm. So spleen 9 will drain damp, and stomach 40 will dissipate phlegm, which is one form of phlegm is um, adipose or, or fat. Okay. And, and so um, if you use energy enhancer patches, it's something real simple. Uh, put the tan one on left spleen 9 and the white one on right stomach 40. You'll start um, losing some water that way. And... Uh, you'll increase your metabolic rate and burn more calories. And it, the energy enhancer patches also make your body slightly more alkaline and candida loves growing in an acidic environment. So uh, while you're using the energy enhancer patches, regardless of what points they're on, you're going to shift into a more alkaline catabolism um, so for example, without them, you're, um, you're not burning as much fat. You're burning more um, <clears throat> carbohydrates and making more lactic acid, which makes your body more acidic. And Candida loves acidic environment. So by just using energy enhancer patches, you're shifting your, your um, whole body's pH into being more alkaline and making it less hospitable for the candida. Sounds great. Yeah, and I was and I was thinking, Dr. Dennis, that um, you know, since you know Heather is new and everything like that, is my observation um, with a lot of um, you know immune system related stuff is usually the gut side of balance. Maybe that happened even before yep. the mold exposure, or it's can, can, you know certainly if someone's diagnosed with candida, you know that that is often stemming from issues in the gut and the microbiome. So I've noticed that X39 yeah. tends to heal or seal the small intestine much faster than on its own. I'm a big proponent if someone's not vegetarian or vegan of bone broth, you know, organic bone broth. Even making it yourself. Uh, yeah. or, or, you know, buying it and to see, help seal the gut. And I just noticed that combination with the X39. So, for example, you could be using the energy enhancers on that spleen 9, 
stomach 40, and then putting X39 right, you know, right near the belly button or right below it um, to help, you know, uh, get that gut to, to seal itself faster. Because if the gut's not happy, your immune system's not going to be happy, and you're going to go into overdrive. Right. Yeah. And if you've got a gut imbalance, you're going to rage the candida out of control also. So you want to get uh, the inflammation down and the, the gut repaired to cut down on the candida. Would there be something specific for inflammation? Yeah, the spleen yep. 9 will help drain the, the, the damp part okay. of the inflammation. And, um, yeah, there is an anti-inflammatory effect to X39, although the Eon is, is generally best known for its uh, anti-inflammation um, and uh, decreased stress as well. So, with, you know, without getting too complicated on you, <laughs> I mean, you can always add Eon, you know, like in the, you know, uh, especially if you've been in the wellness industry for a while, then you're probably already, you know, doing some detox and stuff like that. So, you know, you could potentially do X39 and the uh, energy enhancements during the day and then Eon at night using, you know, my brain protocol and that helps with the decreased inflammation in the whole body. But that's that's extra if you want to do right. that. Yeah. And it's, especially if you're new and you haven't done the Eon brain protocol, that would be a good start for both detoxing and resetting your nervous system so the patches will work better. Okay. Yeah, you can even do it that way. You can do the Eon Brain Protocol um, just, you know, at night and the first week before you start the others, and then and then you can use them in combination after that. Yep. And I'll, I put that all in the notes there for you, Heather. Oh, thank you. And you are writing notes. Welcome. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that's great. And uh, just so you know, too, this is not patch related, but. Uh, you know, see how you do with the patches first, because uh, that's the easy thing to do, um, is that I do have a, a pro, it's an energy healing program uh, for people that have uh, autoimmune issues. So it's called Autoimmune Healing Secrets uh, for Sensitive Souls. So um, you see how you do with this. You may not need it, but just FYI, in case, you know, something of that resonates with you, I can always give you that link to take a look at it. Sure. Yeah, I, I get autoimmune when I drive my truck. When you do Say that again? When I drive my auto, oh. my truck. It's a bad joke, sorry. <laughs> All right, you, Heather. Thank you. Awesome. All right, so I'm going to meet you up. Next a caller is area code 208. Hi, who's this? Two zero eight. Area code. Do, 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 do. I don't think there's anybody left on the chat. So. Oh. Hi. Uh, this is Lois Warwick. Oh, hey, Lois. Hey, Lois. Yeah, and um, my problem is, I have Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, uh, which causes a myriad of problems, but I've had. I've had many, many um, injuries, especially to the head and neck, the entire spine. Um, and I also have dextrocardia and dysautonomia. A lot of inflammatory problems and gut problems. Okay. 
All right, so, so yeah, I'm many just, injuries. Um, so, um, and that's is that because of the very very slack um, tendons and soft tissue you have? Um, well, there were various injuries. Like I got hit across the back of the neck with the surfboard when I was fourteen, right across the base ah. of the skull. And um, also, I was rear-ended in 2001 and ended up with um, um, pressure on my spinal cord from, um, from um, oh, tears in, like, C2, C3, and, um, and then 4, 5. And then I had a lot of, um, uh, I think, like, five uh, bulging discs in the lower back. And then um, in 2015, I slipped on the glassy ice and messed up my entire spine uh, from top to bottom. And so you're so like that's one, big pain, one big uh, ball of hurt. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh my. So, um, and then with the, you know, Ehlers-Danlos, with the problems with the dextrocardia and the valve problems and the dysautonomia, I have blackouts and pass out and things like that. Also, it tends to throw off my blood sugars. My blood sugars go too low and everything, and and I'm just just a mess. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you're how, 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 if you don't mind me asking, how old are you now, Lois? I'm 70 now, but this all started when I was very young. Right, and look, look you're still here, <laughs> and you're you're still searching and and looking and trying different things. So I just want to give you some kudos for that, uh, because a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, it's a matter of determination. <laughs> I love that. That's like your that's your superpower, that tenacity, persistence, and determination. So I just want to acknowledge you for that, because uh, you know these connective tissue well, issues thank you. are really pretty serious. Um, okay, great. Well, you now, know, Dr. Dennis, I, was, I'm, I'm, I was thinking that... I was um, uh, listening to your um, brain balance um, video yesterday, and it um, resonated really well with me uh, because, you know, it seems like nothing that's ever done, and they have done so many things, I don't seem to get better. And... Um, and then Gretchen had sent me a little thing, um, and so I called and talked with her, and so she's going to call me um, this afternoon, and oh, we're going to get started with patches, but I need to know basically um, what to do, uh, which patches would be best for me, and um, and I'm really interested in that brain balance. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'd suggest you do that first. Eon brain protocol. Yeah, except I, I just kind of need to know which ones to use and, and everything for that. You use but also, I would, like to, I would like to know what to use for my spine and stuff, too. Sure. Well, uh, the Eon brain protocol is on Dr. Karen's website. So you can access how to do that there, or your um, your sponsor should have access to that or know how to do that. Okay. Yeah. 
And, and, and then, uh, um, yeah, so so for about a week, Dr. Dennis, before adding other patches or longer than that? Oh, I'd say two weeks because it takes two weeks. Okay. When you're first using the Eon patch, as, as Dr. Karen knows, um, when you're first using Eon, it takes about two weeks to get rid of the detox symptoms of detoxing with Eon. And, and that symptom is making you feel lethargic and tired. You don't want that during the day. So that's why I recommend people use that Dr. Karen's Eon Brain Protocol at night. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So then after that, I would uh, suggest you go to using ice wave patches in uh, five-element rotation with yin-yang pairs. Um, I'm kind of new at this, so I'm not exactly sure what you mean. Yeah, no no worries, okay. uh, Lois. Uh, Gretchen knows this by heart, and also um, on, on our team for our customers and distributors, I actually have a little class on it as well. So uh, she can, oh, she can uh, show you how to get access to that class where I teach you how to do that. Oh, okay, Perfect. great, great. Um, anything else or just um, the Eon patches and, and then Ice Wave? Well, I'd modify the yin-yang pair with the Ice Wave. When you're on the um, doing the wood points for liver and gallbladder, for the gallbladder point, I uh, use the white ice wave patch on right gallbladder 34 because that's a master point for the sinews. And if you've got a lot of uh, connective tissue issues, then that will help with that. Okay. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. So... You said the white patch on 34? Gallbladder 34, GB 34. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and now you were saying something about the white and tan, so do I use the tan ones or not? Yes, you use them together. White one on the right okay. side of the body, tan one on the left side of the body. And and as Dr. Karen said, Gretchen will be able to help you identify what points to use. And I I was saying I just modify it with gallbladder 34 for the wood point. Okay. Yeah, it'll make more sense when you see the pictures and you know because normally we use a gallbladder point on the right foot, but in this case because you have the tendon issues, uh, then we would want to support the gallbladder 34 point, which is near the outside knee. Uh, on the right yep. side. Um, so yeah, okay. so we, we'll find we'll find those pictures for you uh, for the gallbladder 34. And I was thinking, Dr. Dennis, since the X39 does help to reset over 4,000 genes in the body, it can't hurt to uh, use it <laughs> right. as well. So because you have a lot of scar tissue within, you know, your your skeletal system and things like that. So I think maybe we should probably do the Eon for two weeks and then add the Ice Wave plus the X39 somewhere in the center line. Is there a particular point you think Dr. Dennis would be, or points that would be better for her to uh, alternate through in the X39? Or just use the two points in the brochure? Use the brochure points. Those are fine. Okay. Okay. When you say brochure points, where are those actually at on the body? Back of the neck and below the belly button. Okay. Back of neck and below the belly button. There's a picture. 
the the patches come with a picture of exactly where those points are located. Oh, okay, great. Um, that that's awesome. Thank you. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate so all uh, your help here. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. And, and so uh, we actually have a you know a Zoom Q and A where we can show you pictures and things like that, Lois. So Gretchen can plug you into that as well. Pop on to any of those Q and A's. They're almost pretty much weekly, um, so you can get some extra help. But we're excited for you to start and see how you feel because we have had a lot of just a fascinating, amazing results. <laughs> you know, using the patches. So I'm really looking forward to you know hearing your positive results. Thanks for calling in. Oh, I'll tell you, after going through this for as many years as I've had, um, you know, I just. I, I had been praying and praying, and then I I watched your videos, and I'm like, I think this is what I need. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Well, you're connected now, you know, so we'll we'll do the best that we yeah. can, and uh, we'll keep tweaking it until, you know, you get a result. So thank you so much for calling in, Lois. Okay. Yeah, well, thank you so much, we'll and you have again. a very blessed day. And thank you for all you do. Aw, sweet. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Welcome. Okay, so next caller, area code 518. Hi. Hi. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Hi, can you hear me? Oh, good. Hi. Oh, this is great. I just started typing up in the chat. I have a couple questions. Um, You had helped me before with some things. Um, Is that Trish? This is Kathy. What's your first name? Okay. Oh, Kathy. Yeah, Kathy. Okay. The first one is yeah, it's okay. First one is real simple. If I've used an X thirty nine for not the complete twelve hours, say five hours one day, five hours another day, should I then to use it up? Should I stack them the next day to to get the ten to twelve hours, or or should I put put a patch on? And then in five hours, another patch. That you know, the other one that has quote five hours left on it. Is there any thought there? I think I know what you're asking. Do you do you um, see? Because I'm not using up. It's a. I'm not using up the full twelve hours. Is that because of I, side effects? I usually or, do. Not side well, effects. Sorry. Um, detox effects. No, it's it's just scheduling. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to stack okay. it for that. Just keep using the same patch until the hours are up. Right. Okay. So, so if I put on a if I put on a patch that I've used five hours, and then I have another patch that I could put on after that five hours, should I just stack it onto that or not? Well, there's no point well, using both patches. Point? Right. Is that why? Right. I'm sorry. Oh, what? She wants Karen? to use it on the same point, Dr. Dennis. Yeah. If I use it on the same point, if it doesn't matter, you know. Well, the company yeah, doesn't recommend putting the same patch back on the point for hygienic reasons, but the, there's no. Okay. I don't want to talk against the company policy, but no, um, I, I do that. All. That's fine. Uh, you can use double-sided yeah, sticky. Yeah, really Kathy. Right, and I can put it on a post-it note. I've done that before, too. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. Well, and the other thing, too, is yeah. you can just use it on another point, you know, that the newer patch you can put on another point just so you can let the other one breathe, you know, for a little bit. Um, I, I don't think it's wrong, 
you know. Um, oh, okay. I think I think that when when one stacks that the one that's run out, the problem with it is that um, we think the X39 for most people runs out in 12 hours, but if it does not, mm-hmm. you don't give a 12-hour break, then and you have the new one on top, then potentially it could go on too long. But right, no, I understand that, and I always do 12-hour break. Okay, great. Okay, yeah, I I I totally get that. Thanks. Um, and then, okay, we had talked a month ago, and I had had my second jab, and then three days later, um, emergency eye surgery. And you folks had recommended um, a whole protocol for me, and that's great, and I've done that. But since listening today, I'm wondering if I should actually do the Eon, um, the brain balancing, since I am pretty new to this. And if then, you haven't done it before, and then, I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, okay, I haven't. And so I would do the Eon for two, two weeks, according to what I've listened to today. And, um. And you recommend, I heard you say at nighttime because it can make you tired. I think that has happened to me with the Eon. It can. Yeah, it can. I, I David Schmidt loves it at night because he just finds he sleeps really well. I usually do it during the day because I was so active with my skating and you yeah. know, all the inflammation I was creating. But lately, personally, I've been doing it at night. Um, I, I do it with the X39, which is kind of weird, but uh, I do them both at night, and, and I really like how that helps me sleep. And then I do the Energy Enhancer Patches, SB6, Glutathione during the day. Uh, carnosine, sometimes I'll do periodically, depending on how much physical activity I'm doing. Um, so I don't think it's wrong to do the EM brain balancing protocol daytime if you want to do that, but if it makes you sleepy, then, yeah, definitely do that at night. And you can switch up the different points and see which ones you feel best with. Switch, oh, switch up the points. Don't always just do it on the crown. Correct, yes. There's five different okay. points. And a lot of people, I know Dr. Dennis likes to rotate through them all. So third eye, yes. top of the head, behind the right ear, um, on the upper right. sternum or breastbone, and then behind the neck uh, are all the five points. Yes, the five points. Okay. And then the other question that um, you you had answered, I think, I, I had a question last week about um, – patching for, I was airborne. I was in the garden, and because of this patch on my eye for my surgery, um, I tripped and flew and landed on, my left arm was up, and I landed on my left breast and arm and on my right knee. I didn't break anything, luckily. I don't know how. Um, So you gave me a protocol for that, which was great. Um, there was no sign of a, like a dislocated rib or cartilage problem at the time. And that was a week ago, that was a week ago Monday. And now it's really hurting a lot. I'm assuming it's just, I don't, I'm assuming it's just, um, cartilage. So with all of that in mind and the, and the vitrectomy and everything, do you think I should continue, should I just do the, the brain balancing and start there, have a clean slate, and then just do the go back to the patching with all the different protocols. So well, what you're is saying that you have pain system? now, right? I'm sorry, what, Karen? Pain now. Yeah, my my left ribs. Okay. 
Yeah, well, in, in, in Asian medicine, we talk about <clears throat> treating the branch first before the root. So we want to <clears throat> deal with the pain okay. first and then go back to the uh, root, which would be the brain balancing and dealing with the um, okay. causes of all the other stuff. Okay. So uh, you use the ice wave patches and, and or the X39 and or Eon to help uh, get rid of the pain or okay. mitigate it. And um, since it's intercostal pain, um, you could use liver points because liver uh, usually will address blockages in the intercostal area oh, on the surface. Okay. Okay. Like um, liver three and gallbladder 34 is a good combination. So put the white ice wave patch on right gallbladder 34 and the tan one on left liver three. And Gold if that doesn't help as much. 34 is white, okay. Nope. Yeah. If that doesn't yeah. seem to help okay. as very much to your liking, then go more local and start bracketing the area that's hurt and rotate mm-hmm. the white and the tan around the ashi point until you find the sweet spot where the blockage goes away and then stick okay. them on. Okay. So so this is ice waves, correct? Correct. Okay. So gallbladder 34 on the right and liver 3 on the left. Correct. Okay. Great. So, because I have the, right. the other. Go ahead. So white one on the right and tan one on the left. Right. What else were you going to ask? Um, I, well, I have done the um, the more local rotation, and that's helped a little bit. But I will start out with the other one that you just mentioned, the liver points. Um, I think okay. that's pretty much it. I just and I also want to say that um, one of the one of the proto- oh I know what I wanted to ask you. I listened to the um, long hauler um, workshop presentation, uh-huh. and you know it made me think of all the symptoms that I'm having um, after this surgery and yada yada. And I'm wondering. You know, because I had that um, vaccination, the jab, three days before the surgery, and everything was pretty, the bucket was pretty empty, as you said. Is there any chance that I could be, I could have gotten um, a, a virus, not because of the jab, but could have actually had it and not really had extreme symptoms? Or is it just that probably my bucket is empty? I'm not really sure what symptoms you're attributing to that. Oh, let's see. I took notes. Um, we only got about four minutes left, so talk fast. Okay, I won't. Yeah, Otherwise, no, we'll I go won't. To a oh, the fatigue, the cough, the shortness of breath, um, the low T, the fog, those are all things that I've had, and I just wondered if there could there could be a chance that I actually had COVID. I mean, I guess the only way to tell is if I get um, an antibody, or not an antibody, but a, a blood test. 
Yeah, well, you know, they're not really liking to do those tests, and, um, you know, certainly the tests that we've had, the PCR tests, are, are highly inaccurate. Um, you know, you run it 50 <laughs> times, everyone's positive. You run it 24 times, hardly anybody's positive. So they're just taking a little okay. tiny piece of genetic material, and they're, you know, um, you know amplifying it. So I, I think the tests, we don't have a perfect test for that. Um, if we did, we probably wouldn't be using the PCR test. Um, but, yeah, it does sound like you have, you know, symptoms of that. Um, but here's the thing, you know, the, and this is data, you know, that's just come out in the last two weeks or so, which you may or may not be aware of, Kathy, and I know Dr. Dennis is. Um, but the spike protein itself causes the symptoms of COVID without the actual virus. Um, right. They've known this for a okay. really long time, and but they're thinking with the jab that, you know, it just stays in the arm. But, unfortunately, um, uh, Professor Dr. Byram Bridal from University of Guelph, who's a virology immunologist, uh, is working with the Japanese mm -hmm. uh, people, and they actually found that the spike protein that one makes after the jab actually travels to all bunch of different organs. They did not expect that, uh -huh. did not want that necessarily. So it can go to the pineal and the spleen and the liver and, you know, elsewhere where it's n not really supposed to. So here it is that potentially some people are making their own toxin going elsewhere where it's not supposed to be. Can you get symptoms <laughs> from that? It is possible. I can't talk about this without being censored on YouTube, right? So, um, you know, we're asking <laughs> questions. We're, we're just like, hey, this is the latest data, so what are we going to do about it, guys? You know, are we going to put warnings? Are we going to, you know, change the schedule? Like, like hell, you know, excuse the language. But yeah, right. what are we doing? Yeah, so so it's been frustrating, I guess, to many of us, um, you know, just kind of suspecting that anyway, um, and then having it come out, you know, in the science and unfortunately confirming our, our worst fears. But that doesn't mean that yes. people have to have symptoms, you know? So whether you well, have COVID or not, you have COVID-like symptoms, so you just pass the symptoms. Keep in mind that this uh, injection is a genetic modification of your, op your genetic operating system, and it's experimental. It's being administered under the EUA, the Experimental Utilization Authorization Act, and um, you still have to give your informed consent, but um, when you look at a circular that the material comes in, it's blank. They don't have to print it out because it's experimental. Usually when you open, you open a drug package or a vaccine package that's been approved by the FDA, you have this big sheet with small print on it that describes all the research and all the counterindications and the caveats you need to take. But none of that's in the box. It's a blank oh, sheet of paper. I, have, I haven't looked, uh, honestly. I haven't been wow. near a hospital or a vaccine clinic in a really long time since I'm retired. But, uh, yeah, so we can go on and on forever. But, um, yeah, yeah. we should you know, oh my gosh. Uh, you know, close, yeah. uh, close doors. But, um, yeah, we got to go. Um, but, uh, Kathy, you know, maybe you can come into our you know, Q&A. We can discuss more about it. But it doesn't mean they have to have any symptoms from it, you know. And then if you had any you know, residual COVID-like symptoms, you can definitely decrease inflammation, decrease pain, right, increase quality of circulation. There are acupuncture points that we talked about in the little, you know, protocol um, to help with those kinds of things. So I think that's a very holistic way of treating the whole body. Um, and then, you know, uh, in this case, you know, you have fell and hurt your ribs, so let's deal with that pain. And if you use the ice wave mm -hmm. on that right gallbladder 34, Tan on left, on liver three. Um, if you have residual pain, if it helps, and if you have residual pain, you can always slap, you know, either an X or nine or an E on right on the pain, so then you have a, a nice little triangle going. 
you know, right, right. possibilities. Oh, thanks. So thanks so much. On there. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, well, that's all it. the time we have for today. I think we're past the time. Uh, so this will cut off for people that are online. Uh, so sorry about that, guys. If you're listening to the replay, um, we have spent about two hours uh, with Dr. Dennis. Sorry we didn't get to everyone's uh, Q&A. So next time I will ask Dr. Dennis in private for my stuff <laughs> and let him talk uh, for everybody else's stuff. Um, and uh, Anna here just saying Dr. Dennis's full uh, body pain protocol is great. So as she's talking about the uh, support mountain protocol that you had shared, we had talked about um, in other trainings and on the show previously. So I just wanted to let you know she shared that. Um, she also shared oh, that good. David Schmidt made a mention in one of the uh, webinars that uh, people going through immune suppression therapy uh, said that X39 raises glutathione levels significantly enough on its own without the glutathione patch that it's possible that the glutathione may protect uh, any cells in the body, um, whether it be normal or abnormal. So that was a theory. He was, you know, then that's why he was concerned about using uh, glutathione or X39 during immune suppressive therapy. So thank you, Anna, for that insight and uh, for sharing that. Dr. Dennis, thank you so much. I look forward to next month. As as per usual, we learned a lot from you. Really, really, really grateful for you. Well, it's my pleasure, Dr. Karen. Always fun to talk to you, and and um, so delighted to be able to help everybody. You're welcome. Yes, that's great. So thanks everyone for listening in, and until next time, bye for now. <laughs>